What do you know about Taiwan? I know who the president is. What about their local music and food? Well, hmm. What do you suggest? Tune in to Radio Taiwan International. Here at RTI, we offer the authentic Taiwan experience. You hear the sound of remote attractions, the local food, music, the lives of real Taiwanese as they live it. Visit english.rti.org.tw. Listen to the real Taiwan. This is Radio Taiwan International. I'm Shirley Lin, and with me in studio, we've got Tomasz Koper. Yes, and um, so up next, uh, we'll have a whole line of programs for you uh, with uh, Jukebox Republic, which is my music program. But first off, we're going to start with Here in Taiwan. Hello there, you just joined us for Here in Taiwan. I'm Shirley Lin, and in, with me in the studio is, again... Tomasz Koper. Yes, and uh, we're going to be bringing you some stories from Taiwan, like uh, something about these buzzards. Now, you know, Thomas was asking me, what are buzzards? Yeah, what is a buzzard? <laughs> what well, is a buzzard? Turns out it's a bird. It's a bird, right, a big bird. Okay, we're going to be talking about that, and also something about um, a Facebook, is it? And about HTC, which is a yes. Taiwan company. We're going to talk about how HTC is trying to get into the uh, metaverse or the virtual reality market, uh, which is expanding. You might have heard about um, what Facebook is doing with their name. It's related to that. Right. Anyway, so all those stories coming right up. Don't go away. Well, there's one story that we can start off, though, and this is something I really want to talk about. It's about um, these cameras that, um, what is it now? They record sound pollution. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Something that Taipei sorely needs. I I know. Um, I totally agree. uh, Starting on January 1st, uh, the government started installing uh, cameras that measure sound instead of speed. You might be familiar with speed cameras. You might have been on the wrong side of the law, uh, you know, with those. Now uh, the government is cracking down on the noise that some cars, some vehicles make. And might I add, finally. Finally, right? I I know. genuinely hate when people modify their exhausts and then drive around the city super loud. Uh, Exactly. It it, it gets unbearable, especially at night, uh, because then the roads are empty and the aficionados of high-speed motorsports can really stretch their wings or wheels, I guess, in this in this particular context and right. wake everyone up. I know. It's that, isn't that terrible? Um, where do you live? I live in Shilin. Um, okay, so it's not far from RTI. The north part of Taipei. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty well, close. Well, I live in New Taipei, and I get that all the time. Actually, my room faces a big street. And almost every night, there will be some kind of sports cars or I think the other day for the first time, I think, it's like these heavy motorcycles or mm-hmm. or the ones that speed, you know, like Honda, whatever. Yes. And um, they are just like zooming by so loud. It's just terrible. And I've got these kind of semi-soundproof um, windows mm-hmm. and they're not blocking them out either. They're not doing the, the job. I'm not doing the mm-hmm. job. So I'm glad about this. Although... 
I don't know how soon they're really going to be implementing this. Well, though. there are 50 that are uh, already out. Oh, really? Uh, 50 of those cameras and uh, nearly 700 tickets were already issued for uh, exceeding noise limits, um, which during the day is uh, 80s or sorry. We, it, on on less traveled roads, it's 86 decibels of noise. Uh, with uh, so that's on roads with a speed limit of up to 15, uh, 50 sorry, okay, kilometers per hour. Oh, 50, yeah. <laughs> um, and ninety on uh, roadways on high speed um, roads, uh-huh. which is uh, I guess pretty loud. Um, but really, walking around Taipei, I guess in many places you can just. Ex- be exposed to more than 90 decibels just just walking on a sidewalk i guess mm, okay um, however yes an individual vehicle emitting this kind of noise uh can be fined or the owner thereof uh with fines ranging from 1800 dollars to 3600 which is uh, 60 dollars to around 120 us dollars okay wow uh, is that is that uh, higher than how you would be fined in the states, or actually, do, do, do you? I have do no they? idea. I mean, I have never seen anyone or heard of anyone getting fined for exceeding speed limits, or sorry, uh, noise limits yeah. uh, with exhausts. Uh huh. Oh, that's true. anywhere else but in Taiwan. I know it is a problem in Taiwan, and I know that there are uh, regulations here in Taiwan that uh, are supposed to fight uh, excessive noise yeah but i know also that a lot of people don't really care about those I know. Uh, and that goes for cars and i think even more so scooters and motorcycles mm. just modifying exhaust in general is a big problem here i think um if you've ever well if you are here in taiwan and if you've ever seen a, a, a kind of smallish or kind of maybe medium-sized a uh, scooter with a giant exhaust like this. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty common sight. And those make a lot of noise. Now, do you know why people install them on their scooters? I, I have to say they look cool. <laughs> well, but... yes, probably the, the <laughs> coolness factor is a, is a thing. But uh, apparently, and I really wasn't aware of that until relatively recently, they do give the engine a tiny little power boost okay you can get maybe another horsepower out of your engine if you well the trade-off being that you wake up your whole neighborhood yeah i know right i mean that is so annoying um sorry i i i i just assume you know i think i made a mistake just now thinking that you're from united states right (laughs) (laughs) no thomas is from poland i am from poland yeah (laughs) anyway um so uh so um, you know, um, I, I really, I wonder, is there a way that I can find out if there are any installed in my neighborhood? Um, you know, I, these uh, noise detectors. I would I would like to see a map of those. And I would like to see one installed right in front of my house, in fact. <laughs> right. Um, because I, I live close to Zhongshan Beilu, which, if you don't oh, know... Oh, that's is, a major boulevard. It's a major uh, street. Uh, yeah. And... At night, when there's very little traffic, it is also a favorite among people with modified exhausts. Is that fast right? Fast cars, yes. Well, same with the boulevard in front of my house. My my my. I mean, my bedroom actually, because it's a straight. How many lanes? I think at least eight lanes. Wow. Oh god, that must be a nightmare. I know. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Well, um, uh, let's let's hope that that gets. Well, we know that 
there will be more cameras like that. Uh, we know that. Because um, right now you say 50 is really not a lot. No, uh, <laughs> we're going to have another 100 um, by the end of the year. Um, okay. And that will add to the 50 that we already have in 20 cities across the nation, which is sadly oh, okay. not just in Taipei. Oh, I would not like, just in Taipei. Yeah, well, that's I, I not want good all enough. 20 of the or all 50 of them in and around my house. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't it say that actually one of these things is pretty expensive and that's um, why? Yes. They're... So each device costs 800,000 uh, Taiwan dollars, uh, which, which is uh, <laughs> just <laughs> under 30,000 US, I guess. Ooh, for uh, one, 26. just only one of these things. Yes, just one. You know, so that is a lot of money. So, um, gosh, why are they so expensive? Isn't it just like a... Well, so we're going to have noise cameras 2.0 soon, which promise to be smaller and cheaper than oh, the previous ones. So we okay. might see a, a wider scale deployment of those. Yeah, but I wonder when that's going to happen. Mm, <laughs> so can't happen soon enough, if you I ask know. me. I uh, know. Another, just, another yeah. thing that I, I find weird here is how people often, when they when they modify exhaust, they don't put on uh, heat shields back back on the, those exhausts. What does that do? So the stock exhaust will have a shield, a, a piece of plastic that will protect your legs from getting burnt oh, right, right, on right. exhaust, which oh, can yeah. get really, really hot. I know. A lot of people actually got injured that way. Yeah, Some I, of my friends I got, have. I got injured oh, you that did way. too? Yeah. Oh, so uh, when getting off a, my own scooter, I, uh -huh. I got burnt on another <gasps> scooter's exhaust. Uh, oh. I went to a pharmacy and I explained my problem to the pharmacist. I wanted uh, some kind of, um, you know, the like the, uh, the uh, artificial, artificial skin. skin? Yeah, yeah, just to kind of protect the wound. And the the pharmacist asked me what happened. I told him that oh I got I got burnt on on an they exhaust. They were out of it. Mm, no, and the <laughs> the pharmacist just like looked at me, nodded, yeah. and said like, yeah, that's Taiwan's culture. <laughs> Taiwan tell you the one. Oh, that's sad to know. Yeah, uh, it, it's a pretty common thing, unfortunately. So I would also really, uh, by the way, uh, if you don't know, you can take a photo of a mod illegally modified exhaust like that and send it to the authorities, which normally, you know, don't be a snitch. But uh, with things like that, please, please do. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, um, I thought I had another question. Um, oh, I think it says something about how, you know, those who actually drive these loud, noisy vehicles, um, they they tend to avoid sections where they know there are such cameras right. or, you know, I mean. Just like with speeding even... cameras, once people know where they are, they will slow down just before just... the camera and then speed right back up. Yeah. But uh, hopefully we'll see more mobile uh, noise. Oh, yeah. Cameras. That's what they're saying. Mobile. Yeah. Yes. What does that mean, though? So they would be just set up on the side of the road at random spots around the city. Okay. So that you, you never know when or oh, sorry, random. where one is going to be. You mean they move them every yes. after some time? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, I get it. Okay. Well, maybe we've got savior here yeah for yeah. you and um, i that's <laughs> that's going to make taipei <sighs> way more livable <laughs> yes i certainly hope so certainly hope so you um, know thomas what oh we, oh, we have a something? comment we have comments oh you do oh okay mm -hmm. yeah please um we have a hello or or um a comment saying that it's a good program from Shamsuddin Saki Abidi Mubarak Puri. 
All I'm right. sorry if I mispronounced that. <laughs> Let's give a hand to Thomas. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Exactly that oh, name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much for chiming yeah, in. Yeah, thank you for turning in. Yeah, really. And let us know where you're tuning in from. Oh, uh, from like, India. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. great. Pradesh. Hi, hi. All right. Um, yeah, you know, I was just going to say, probably people um, might be appalled seeing that both of us are not wearing masks. Right. <laughs> there is there is a distance between us. It's, I think, yeah, yeah, it should be okay, right? Yes. And besides, we're really relaxing a lot of restrictions here in Taiwan. Um, in fact, uh, just as of last week, um, uh, now outdoor exercising, you don't have to wear a mask, mm -hmm. so which is a great thing. So we're really relaxing a lot. So bear with us if you're trying to come into Taiwan. <laughs> also, both of us are vaccinated, so keep right, that in mind right, as right. well. I'm fully vaccinated, by the I way. I am fully vaccinated oh, as well. Yeah, yeah um, I hope it's all right. right. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you notice that, and if you're wondering why we dare take our dare masks take, off, that's right. that's the reason. Okay. Well, hey, you've got another story here about uh, Facebook. Right. Yes. So. So uh, HTC, a company HTC. Mm. many people are familiar with or used to be familiar with because that uh, a company used to make a lot of phones, uh, Android phones, and then sort of It's a Taiwanese company. Yes, it is a Taiwanese company. Mm. Uh, about 11, 10 years ago, the, the stock prices started falling. For uh, HTC? Yes. Oh, you, you would know. They, they, want from, they went from um, $40, $50 a share to a single dollar, like one. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that was uh, partially or mainly uh, caused by the lackluster uh, lines of phones that they were coming up with. Okay. Um, the phones were just nothing special. They were mm, outshined by competition by Samsung and Chinese manufacturers. Oh, and besides the fact, of course, there's so much competition. I mean, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a tough market. It's totally tough. Yeah. Well, so HTC decided to uh, switch to a different focus and they are now working on virtual reality goggles virtual reality right. sets right oh that is right and because of that their shares saw a bit of a rally recently um, with companies big companies like facebook announcing that they will be pivoting into the metaverse or a more a wider application of virtual reality technology um Companies that manufacture headsets for that are going to see more business. Oh, Have you wow. ever tried virtual reality? No. Would you like to? Why? I mean, Do I'm not have... proposing. No. <laughs> I'm just, Do you have one I'm just at asking. Home? Uh, no, no. They're still pretty <laughs> pricey. So I'm kind of oh. hoping for HTC to come up with something more affordable. Oh, okay. Good. All right. I think I think my son will enjoy that. No, I I should I should try it out too. Yeah, I don't you know. should try it out. Sometimes I, mean, I feel a little worried about these kind of things because. I don't know. Would I get dizzy? You know, am I going to feel like, you know, I'm in danger or something? I don't know. A I'm, lot of people I'm do someone... get dizzy at first. Oh, oh really? Well, especially, hey. especially if you're walking with the goggles on. That yeah. can be kind of disorienting. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I, I tried a couple of headsets. Uh, the one that I had the most fun with was just full of basic games. So there was a game that was basically just walking down a plank. And we were doing that uh, at, in my friend's house okay. in his kitchen and i still felt terrified walking along a plank that I'm was sure. suspended hundreds uh, of meters know. across you know, virtual i'm, I'm scared air. of height so i'll never try that game then yes don't okay. try that game right for right sure. never uh, however what what uh the new uh products from htc will focus on besides games is productivity and relaxation so okay. the one of their new products that um is 
causing this this uptick in their share prices is uh, a product that is designed to give you an office everywhere you go. You can oh. yeah, take it with you. It's portable and you can turn any space into an office, which begs the question, why would you want to? Yeah, right, <laughs> I right. Mean, I have enough office in the office. I don't know if I want more office outside of the office. Yeah, <laughs> it seems redundant. I, I wonder what kind of people that they would, you know, would benefit from that. I'm trying to figure. Um, um, people who enjoy working, I guess. <laughs> Not to say that well, I, we don't. As it is, Tom is already RTI. a workaholic country, so no <laughs> yeah. thanks, you know. Yes. Oh wow! So that is that is amazing. You know, actually, I don't live too far from the HTC headquarters. Oh, because in right. Xindian, yeah, yeah, it's a huge, very smart-looking I, building. I, I've I've seen it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it is uh, massive. Wow. Yes, that's good to know. Yeah, I've got a friend who used to work for HTC, but he left like years ago and started, uh, you know, a, a company with another partner or something. A lot of people have left the <laughs> HTC, as far as I'm aware. But it's making a comeback. It looks like, huh? Um, yes. Let's um, wish all the best. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see how how this whole metaverse thing will go, um, because it might turn out to be just another fad that will oh, really? sort of fizzle out eventually. Uh, explain to me what is metaverse. So, uh, metaverse, as far as I understand it, is is going to be kind of like a world that you can live in. Oh. on top or underneath our world if you will um it's a virtual world where you could go to have fun to work to meet people to socialize mm, it's kind of like a like a full virtual world okay okay wow which is something that i mean parts it's, of that i find appealing parts yeah. of that are, are are kind of dystopian like make me think of uh science fiction novels like i know because uh, once you take off that Gibson's goggle you're back in reality and then and that's then right, what yeah. you know you feel such an emptiness kind of well that's why avoid. In, in a lot of science fiction literature these kind of worlds are often des uh, described as being addictive. Mm. People forget about their physical needs. People sort of die in those worlds. and Or oh. they spend so much time in those worlds that their physical bodies outside just kind of wither away and die. Oh, okay. Which right. I guess is a possibility. So <laughs> HTC, build reminders into your device uh, or a feeding tube maybe. Put Something a, to think about. Put a time limit. Put a time limit on it. Yeah. Like right. in China. Or <laughs> no, don't do that actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, HCC, you're doing good. Uh, Tommy's company, we're proud of you. <laughs> mm. Do we have any comments? Um right now, um oh yeah. Uh, with the we have uh Comment from Sabina Kuo, who says, with the portable office, we get to work not just from home, but from everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I and see. And there's a... And there's a there's a laughing emoji, so I <laughs> I guess it's uh, not something that that you want. <laughs> well, not, not something that I maybe want, he does. Certainly. Maybe he does want it. <laughs> oh, Sabina. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think she does. I mean, oh, I think okay. I think she was um, being. Oh, I'm sorry. Is she? Here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Sabina. All right. Hi. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we've got a last story for you, and this is talking about record high gray face buzzards that are seen in Kanding, which is southern Taiwan, uh, in this annual migration that they always do every year. So um, if you wonder what buzzards are, they're like these eagles. So they're big birds. Okay. And are they bald? I forgot. But anyway, um, they're called buzzards. I, I guess, well, how do you define a, a bald 
bird. <laughs> no hair on the top. Well, the, they, like they do you. have feathers. <laughs> I have never seen a uh, uh, besides Feather, I guess okay. condors, condors, yeah, 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 condors, yeah. Con- sorry, yeah, condors, con- uh, yeah. or vultures. I guess mm-hmm. can have like completely bald Company skulls bald. without yeah, like, feathers, but yeah, like. The American bald eagle. It's not actually It's not bald. totally bald. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there are feathers on its okay. head. Okay. Well, As a bald person, we want... Uh, that's our word. Yeah. All right. So um, the Kanding National Park Administration was saying that they, they had like over 110,000 of these birds um, migrating from China, Japan, Siberia. And um, and it's the highest number uh, in terms of sightings for the, that's ever recorded over 30 years ago. Wow. I was thinking like in 30 years yeah well actually climate change is i guess that's a good thing for, you know despite climate change then maybe I they're don't know. fleeing though oh what about if they're escaping never well, to I don't return no well let me read on and see it when you you can judge for yourself so um um basically they usually would stay one night in taiwan before they migrate to the philippines to spend winter mm. And uh, I, I know th- people who do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, they set out on their uh, annual autumn migration in late September and arrive in Taiwan in mid-October. And that's why they've got a nickname National Day Bird. Uh-huh. Okay. Because Taiwan's National Day is on October 10th. Yeah. So, and then after they spend the winter in the Philippines, they would fly back to the north in late March and early April. And along these uh, terraced mountains of Taichung and Zhanghua in central Taiwan. That's funny. So they go to a different place when they go the other direction. Okay. And so I found it's not, that very interesting. Yeah. So it's not just like a back and forth migration. It's more of like a huh. like an itinerary. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I thought they would always go back the same route, you know. So mm. back through Kandin again. But no, not, yeah. not these. That would be kind of boring. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're a bird, you yeah. think it's boring. You want to see the sights. <laughs> right. And so um, um, so these uh, buzzards are a common sight during spring and autumn in Taiwan. And they, some of them even remain on the Lanyu Island for the winter. Have you ever been to Lanyu Island? I've just never an, been to uh, Lanyu Island. An island offshore, yeah. southern Taiwan, I think. I, I, I think... Um, I think it might have been John and Emma yelled at me uh, the <laughs> that other you've day. Never been? <laughs> that oh. I've never been? Or, well, hey, they would I be remember. yelling at me too. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was uh, was telling me that I really should go yeah. to the outlying islands. Uh, oh, I have wow. never been to any of them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. To Lanyu, no, I've not been to Green Island, Penghu, I, I, Mazu. You've I, got a I lot know. of travel to do. <laughs> I know. Well, take me with you. Because, <laughs> you know, this is terrible. It's so embarrassing. As a local... You know, I don't get around as much as foreigners do. I, I think excluding you. No, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's a curse of being from a place. You you yeah. don't really get to see that place unless you have friends who are visiting and you want to show them around. Right, that is true. All right, so I have an excuse. Yeah, it's been it's been like that for me in Warsaw. It's also been like that for me in Taipei. I've been here ten years, so I kind of uh, maybe uh, not exactly a local time. local, but uh, yeah, it's close about to time local. you travel around, yeah. right? You know, in, in related news here, um, it said that there was a hunter who was arrested uh, for trying to poach one of these buzzards. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he was stopped before poaching any of them. But still, um, he was handed over to prosecutors on breaching the Wildlife Conservation Act, and which could possibly result in a jail term of between six months and five years and a possible fine of like 35 Six thousand U.S. dollars serves him Whoa. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, don't do that. But anyway, it's an endangered species. Is it? Is it? Is it, it, it actually? Uh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, don't quote us on that. <laughs> anyway, 
Well, thank you so much for joining us on here in Taiwan, and thank I hope that you, you enjoy the. In. Yeah, thank you so much, and thank you. I hope that you enjoy the stories that oh, we have for you. Uh, we have but, um, more comments. Uh, yeah. We have comments from uh, Nasir Aziz. Hello. Hi. Thank. Thank you for um, joining, checking in with us. Yes,、um, he is saying that Pakistan's National Day is celebrated on 14th of August. Thank you. Okay. And、uh, he got his first jab today. All right, congratulations. Congratulations. Hope、Great. you don't have to wait for your second one、right. too long. Right. Good for you. Good for you. Anyway, so stay tuned because we've got、um, Jukebox Republic, which is my music program, coming right up. But in the meantime, thanks for joining on here in Taiwan. I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm Thomas Copper. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. I think the best news coming out of Taiwan this past week was finally I got my second shot of COVID vaccine. Ha ha ha! Besides the fact that you know I just got soreness on my arm, there was no other side effects. I'm like so happy about that. There were a couple of sad news though. Even though we had very low number of local cases this past week, some days with zero cases and no deaths. There were other deaths, like there was a fire in Gaoshan that took 46 lives and six people drowned in a hiking accident in New Taipei. Other than that, there were other more encouraging news. I'm going to keep you in suspense of what they are until after the song. Now, this song, though, I want to dedicate to all those who died in this past week due to the tragic accidents in Taiwan and all those who died because of COVID. It's the song that was written and sung by various artists in Taiwan during the SARS epidemic back in 2003. This song is called "Shou Qian Shou," means hand in hand. It was presented again at our National Day celebrations on October 10th. I still tear up when I hear this song. So here it is, "Shou Qian Shou," hand in hand.
Listening to Jubal's Republic, I'm Shirley Lin, and that was So Tian So, Hand in Hand, a song that was written back in 2003 because of the SARS epidemic by various artists. And it was sung again at our National Day on October 10th. But、uh, I just wanted to dedicate that song again to, you know, we got a few deaths last week, not because of COVID, but because of other accidents in Taiwan. But still, it's a song for those who died from COVID all over the world. How's that? I want to dedicate this song. It's a beautiful song.、Uh, like I said, I said I always tear up every time when I hear it, and I certainly did just now.、Um, so, other good news going on in Taiwan is that、uh, um, it's already started, but we don't have to wear a mask when we exercise outdoors. Yay! Of course, when we're done with exercising, we're supposed to put back on our mask, so we still have to carry it with us, whether in our pockets or if you don't have pockets, then I guess the other way is to carry it around the arm.、Um, people do that when they kind of like fold the mask in half and loop the、um, you know the loops、um, up the arm. You know, I don't know if you guys do that in your country, and or.、Um, 
Some people have designed these straps to、uh, hang their mask from the neck if they're not putting, you know, if they're not wearing it. So I can't think of any other way to carry a mask with you while exercising, because who would carry a bag while jogging? You can't put in a bag. I guess maybe something small. You know, I just thought of something. I wonder if that means while biking too. You know, like you don't need to wear a mask when you bike, especially when you're just biking for leisure, not speeding. You know, not yeah. I'm. I really don't like wearing a mask. The other day, I was invited to talk about my career as a broadcaster to some teenagers. I think they were like maybe twenty, thirty of them. I had to keep my mask on. It was funny because I don't think I was nervous, but my voice was shaking and I was extremely short of breath. I was really shocked myself. Maybe because the air conditioning wasn't that great, and so that's why I was out of breath. And the other thing, going maskless is when taking photos either indoors or outdoors. Now that is great news, especially for those kindergarten kids I was talking about last week, who were required to take yearbook pictures with their masks on. I wonder if they postponed their photo shooting because now they can do it and take pictures of their beautiful faces without masks. I mean, who would want to spend money on a yearbook with everyone in it all wearing masks, right? We're still at level two COVID alert till November first, but honestly, I forget what level two means anymore because there's been some relaxing of restrictions in between that time, and I'm a little confused now. I guess it means that you still have to swipe QR codes with your mobile when you enter any establishment,、um, like you know, Seven Eleven or whatever, and also get your temperature taken. We're still required to wear masks when we leave the house, so obviously when we take public transport. I'm thinking, why still wear masks outdoors when we can be maskless while exercising outdoors? Well, but I figure the authorities must have their reasons, so I better just abide by the rules, and I bet it's just taking serious precautions. That's why. They do say that,、um, you know, to maintain appropriate social distance while exercising outdoors. We are at this point 65% on first dose vaccination rate. We need at least 70%, but only 24% are fully vaccinated,、um, which is low compared to other developed countries.、Um, our health minister is saying that we need at least 30% fully vaccinated, or about 7 million people, to be vaccinated out of a population of 23 million. So our health minister is calling us to be patient, even though several countries like、um, the EU, Germany, France, and Singapore are appealing to our government to loosen border restrictions because it's affecting, it's really hurting their international business operations. While looking for "Hand in Hand," that song, I discovered there are several other songs with the same title, "Hand in Hand." Let's listen to another one here. This one is by Zhang Shanwei.
手牵手为爱向前，没有言语亲吻，你拥着你早已陷入爱里，手牵手一路有你，就算有风雨，也害怕我不在你身边保护你，不让你受点委屈。There are four types of vaccines that are available in Taiwan, including AstraZeneca, Moderna, Medigen—that's Taiwan-made um, um, vaccine—and BioNTech, all of which require two doses administered at least 28 days apart. Well, my two doses were administered a lot more than just 28 days. That's how much we're short on vaccines. The government is aiming to ensure 70% of the population have received at least one vaccine shot and 30% two, do- of, uh, two doses by the end of uh, October. That's just a few days away. 
People in Taiwan are now much more willing to be inoculated as opposed to the beginning of the vaccine rollout when people were just scared they might get sick or even die. Like my mother-in-law was telling everyone not to get the jab in the beginning, and now she's fully vaccinated herself. I do have another song titled "So Tian So," but this one is by Chen Sui Yi.
Well, one last really great news is that Palau, one of our、uh, diplomatic allies, announced that Taiwanese visitors to the country can enter even if it's just if they only got just one vaccine shot. And no quarantine is required. And regardless of any type of vaccine, even our own Taiwan-produced Medigen. Previously, only those fully vaccinated or were seeking to get a second jab in Palau were allowed to enter. Now, Palau has seen 2,000 arrivals from Taiwan since August 14, which I think that's a pretty high number, and all had tested negative on PCR tests since coming back. So, Taiwanese travel lovers, you know, I I, I can see myself even. You know, I'm going to start like traveling to Palau and Lithuania. You know, all these countries that are being very friendly and nice to us. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. I have discovered that you know, for my bucket list, that I love traveling, and that's like you know, that fills about two of the items、uh, on my list、uh, on my bucket list. So, hmm, Palau, huh? Lithuania, Slovakia, and Poland. Oh wow! Maybe、um, yeah. Why not? Because、uh, we've got、uh, our newest addition to the English service is from Poland, Tomasz. Yes. All right. Can't wait to travel. But anyway, thanks so much for tuning in to Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin, and I will sign off with another song, also titled "So Chen So Hand in Hand." This one is by Lin Lin.
Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.